Ladies and gentlemen, we got a good one for you today. Hey, everybody, it's Ari Shafir. That was cheese dickish, right? I don't know. I felt like doing it. So here's the deal: we have a good episode today. It's not. It's not. It's, it's not super deep or anything. It's not. It's not serious. It's just a fun one, which we haven't had a lot of lately. <laughs> I don't think. Uh, maybe we have. I don't know. It's been back and forth. Anyway, on this one, I talked to my friend. This is the first of the two that I did while I was in Toronto. Um, and I talked to my friend Manolis Zantanos, my uh, closest Greek friend. Him and Denny Suvlaki are the other ones. Um, Manolis is 42 or 43 years old. And what's interesting about him is, one, he's a comedian, which is nice. It's fun to tell jokes and have people laugh. But also what's interesting about him um, is that he lives with his parents. He's still in his early 40s, and he still lives at home with his parents. Is that fireworks? Is someone getting shot outside? I wonder if you guys could hear that. Um, I'm outside a minor league ballpark in Kansas City waiting uh, for the T-Bones or T-Birds, one of those games to start. And I think they just set off fireworks. But So Manolis lives at home. Um, it's a fun episode. We kept it so- semi-short, I think. Um, and also, it's the first semi-live uh, episode because I just... Jesus, all right. What was the, What are they setting off? I'm such a child. I'm, I'm intrigued by any loud noises. Um, but I had these other... He brought a couple of his friends in uh, to, to do this show. It was before we did this show at, at uh, the Secret Show in Toronto um, in the pot room. And uh, he brought some of his friends who were going to come see the show too. I think there are a couple young comics um, from, uh, from Hamilton, Ontario, from just south of Toronto. And so I just left the other two mics on, and they just sort of like watched and laughed a little and then joined in here or there when they had to. So it was like, I don't know, semi-live. You might be able to hear uh, laughter in the back. I'm not really sure. But it was fun. So please, sit back and enjoy it. Um, Shroomfest is coming, you guys. Don't sleep. Get them now. You got to get them now if you don't have them. July 21st, July 22nd, July 23rd. One of those two days. People are getting converted all the time. It's time to think about it. Go for it. Shroomfest 2012. Be a part of history. The only Shroomfest in 2012. Um, If you're not familiar with what it is, Shroomfest is an international mushroom festival where everyone around the world does mushrooms. Magic mushrooms, not shiitake. Uh, So get some mushrooms and be ready to do them. Plan out your trips. If you haven't ever done it before, of course, use this as an excuse. Um, Kansas City was fun, by the way. I'm here at Stanford and Sons. I still have like a day and a half left, but um, it's been cool. When fans come out, shows are way, way better. It just really is. And in fact, even the rednecks that are here, most people are cool, but there are some rednecks, and the rednecks are cool too. I always forget when I go to the Midwest, I always think everybody's Christian y and Bible belty, but then I realize, like, this is where meth and blowjobs come from. You know, they, they'll get everything drugs, they, they get jokes about drugs. Um, some dates I have, uh, coming up. My storyteller show is Tuesday, March, May 22nd at the improv in Hollywood. It's a really good lineup. Tom Segura, uh, from the, your mom's house podcast, Ralphie May from my last podcast. Um, Kyle Kinane, he did one of my podcasts actually about, um, being an alcoholic. I think it was like, uh, let's see if this has it right here. No, it does not. Uh, it was down there. It was like 10, 10 ish, number 10 ish. 
Um, who else? John Huck, who was awesome on the first show um, that he did. Oh, TJ Miller from, uh, I don't know, it doesn't matter what they're from. He was from Cloverfield. But it doesn't matter what they're from. It's just they're all good storytellers. So this will be a really good one. Like no one's, no one's bad in this one at all. And then I'm missing somebody too. Kanane, Ralphie, TJ. Kanane, Ralphie, TJ, John Huck. And there's one more. I can't remember what it was. It was somebody good, though. God damn it. It wasn't Pete Holmes. God damn it. I don't remember who it was. Hold on. I'm pausing. Oh, and Tom Segura. Yeah, that's it. Okay. So, yeah, it's going to be a great show. And it's all stories of near-death experiences. Um, you know, times we've all almost died. It's hard. It was hard to book this one because um, a lot of people, that just hasn't happened to them. So, I'm a little worried about my story. Because I've never really told it before to anybody. So, um Come out and uh, all the proceeds, uh, proceeds mean money if you're not uh, a Jewish. Um, all the money we get is going to Planned Parenthood. Uh, I just said, fuck it, I'll just donate it. And the podcast for this show is almost ready to go. My assistant, the guy who's helping with it, um, has already done three shows, all, uh, what's it called, um, digitized. So they're ready to go. So it should be, I got to give them some more and then I want to switch off episodes. Some of the audio was like blech but the audio is better now um uh so anyway yeah so come to that may 22nd it's tuesday just get your tickets five dollars it's five dollars and we give away if you haven't seen the posters we make they're fucking rad kevin christie makes them and um uh, and i give one away at the end of the show a framed signed copy by all the uh comedians one every episode. There's guys that have been coming there every week, and they still have not won. And it's so not every week, every month, but it's so uh, frustrating. I'm like, man, I want you to win, and then it just does not happen. Um, so anyway, in terms of dates, I got that on Tuesday. But then if it's later than May 22nd, I got uh, Connecticut in June, the first week of June, at uh, Comics at Foxwoods. Um, these are all on my website, by the way. Go to AriTheGreat.com. San Francisco on June 13th. At Cobb's Comedy Club, one show only. And then Sacramento, the 14th through the 17th of June. Um, uh, yeah, shows. Uh, my next storyteller show after this, oh, I think we might change that. It's supposed to be the 19th, but I think we might change it to the 26th because I'm having surgery on my knee on the 18th. So there's like no way I'm going to be able to do it. Uh, I'm in Ottawa in July at the Blues Fest, the first four days with Paula Bell. My neighbor from downstairs. Um, and then the rest is in like August. I got uh, New Jersey at the Stress Factory, uh, Las Vegas at the Paris Comedy Club, and all right, Cap City later. Uh, so, all right, everybody, are we ready to start? Oh, yeah, fucking sponsors. Well, first I got, uh, you guys are doing it. I appreciate it. I really do. I appreciate it. You guys are going through my website to go to Amazon.com. You're clicking on that banner, so it's the, the money's starting to come in, so it's, it's cool. I appreciate it. Keep doing it. Whenever you shop for Amazon, just go through AriTheGreat.com first, then head to Amazon, uh, and then they just give me a cutback. Uh, but also, uh, Gamefly.com, if you don't know, if you just sign up for a free 15-day trial, they slide me some cash, and that fucking adds the fuck up. So if you haven't done it yet, Gamefly.com, it's just like a rental place for video games. It's just like Netflix for video games. Um, like, whatever's coming out, whenever anything's coming out. Just get that. And if it sucks, because a lot of games do. I just saw they had that game Battleship. And I'm like, there's no way. There's a commercial for this, because there's no way this game is going to be good. Battleship the game. Unless it's just Battleship, like the board game. 
that you can play online with somebody, that might be okay. But otherwise, there's no way that game's going to be good. And you spend fucking $40 for a game and then can't do shit with it. They have that commercial. It's actually a funny commercial. People trying to give their game back. And then everybody only gets offered $9. It's fucking bullshit. I guess I'm allowed to be anti-video game industry, right? Yeah, just don't fucking waste our time. Just tell us when something's going to be bad, please. It's so annoying. It's so annoying. You're stuck with something shitty. So um, go to Gamefly. If you go to Gamefly, you can just try out the game. If you hate it after three days, you just send it right back. and You're just done with it. So um, go to my website. Go to Gamefly.com slash Ari or go through my website. There's a link on there underneath the two uh, Amazon banners on the right. There's a Gamefly.com link. And it's the same thing. Free 15-day trial. Just do it. Keep it if you want afterwards. Cancel it if you want. I don't give a fuck. Um, but anyway, welcome to the episode. Ari Shafir, Skeptic Tank. Number 60, Manola Zantanos. Oh, I got no name for this yet, but it's something about living at home. Piece of shit, degenerate, something like that. Something like that. I'll think of something. I'll, th- I'll know by the end of the episode. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. Um, uh, Ari Shafir, Skeptic Tank, episode 60, Living the Dream with Manola Zantanos. Yes, okay, we're going. Hello. Hi. Hey. Manola Zantos, my only Greek friend. Zantanos. Zantanos. Oh, Zantanos? Yes. What does that mean? Uh, alive. Actually. Alive? It's a word in Greek. Okay. It means alive. Oh, very nice. Yeah. I like Greeks. Yeah, they're all right. We have one that lived at the corner of my, of my, uh, on my street, or the little cul-de-sac. Um, I think they were the, called the Papadopoulos was their name, but we called them the Pop the Weasels. Okay. <laughs> and I was positive that was our names, the Pop the Weasels, for a while. So the reason I'm here with Manolas, and by the way, if you guys have something, like you said before, about the only comic in Hamilton, then you're welcome to join in and just pick up a mic and just say something. But in the meantime, I'm here talking to Manolas. He is the uh, oldest guy I know still lives with his parents. Right. How yes. old are you? I am 41. Jesus! And um, how long have you lived at home? Uh... I guess about five years now. Okay, you moved back in at thirty six. About thirty five, thirty six. Yeah. What uh, What happened? What What preceded that? Uh, well, I owned uh, I owned a house before that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I'm just trying to get your story. I don't know. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. I don't. I didn't mean it like yeah. that. I mean, I just I owned a house. Like, yeah, I owned a house. <laughs> <laughs> and I, uh, I I owned a house. Yeah. I I bought. I actually bought it with a friend, a buddy of mine. Yeah. Uh, before, and um. Before, and uh, at the time, I decided to grow weed. Yeah. In the house. And, oh. Yeah. I had a grow up in the in the house about about hundred plants. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know I, grew, I I lived in, I rented a house before that, and uh, I lived there for like a good five years. And I used to grow. We rented that house, being a bunch of buddies of what mine. What kind of weed did you did you? Grow? Any 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 kind. Uh, it was like uh, most. It was skunk. Okay. Mostly. You used to grow point? weed and you couldn't bring any weed to this goddamn hotel room. You guys, seriously disappointing. I, I was so sure. As soon as Patrick gets here, we'll have some weed. I grew weed for about, I grew weed for a long time. Yeah. And I used to, I was- You uh, made money out of it? Yeah. I was living for free for a long time, like for rent free. Because okay. originally I only had 30 plants and we're just doing keeping it low like that. And so I decided that I wanted to fucking, uh, yeah, I remember I'm allowed to swear on this. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. 
I wanted to fucking like make some make some real money. Radio. Can you not curse on Canadian radio? <laughs> no. No. And I uh, so I bought this house that was I bought this house and because I didn't want to deal with landlords anymore. You didn't want to. Like it's yeah. it's tough when you have like at one time my landlord wanted to check the house out for some reason so we had to put thirty plot plants in a bedroom and cook bacon while he came to check the basement out and you just didn't want to have to deal with that kind of shit anymore so I just fucking uh, bought a house and uh, I had about seventy plants or no like close to hundred and then what happened was uh, the guy that I was doing the house with his job was to kind of be there every night just to make it look like someone lived there yeah oh really oh yeah my friend does that it's like. He has a house that's just for the grow. Right. But then he's like, someone needs to live there so he can see people coming in and out. Right, right. And, and it's not that I was living there too, but I was also actually living there and living at my parents' house because I couldn't tell my dad, hey, I bought a house. And, and he's like, can I see it? It's like, yeah, uh, but not the no. basement. Oh, uh, wow. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so I, I was like, I was, I was, and I was working as a lifeguard at the time. Did you have any thought to. Um, doing like a Breaking Bad move where you get so much money that you pa- buy your parents' house off them and kick them out and just have a grow there? <laughs> no, I no, never no thought of that. That, that. Okay. would have okay. made it a lot easier, though. That would have been baller, yeah. So I, uh, so he doesn't stay, he doesn't stay, he doesn't stay. And then one day he goes to me, he goes, I find I have a fucking breakdown. I literally have a breakdown. I'm like, we're going to get caught, we're going to get caught. You're never here. Because yeah. he had a girlfriend too and he didn't want to bring his girlfriend there because the house reeked of pot. Because yeah. like 100 plants, right? So then what happened was he fucking stays one night and all of a sudden he sees someone in the back of the, the house and he moves the window the curtain and he sees this guy in the fr- like walk around to the front of the house and he's got a long overcoat and he's writing fucking notes and then and he looks at him and it, they look at each other and then uh, he just pretends he doesn't see him walks to the corner a fucking car backs up unmark he gets in and they drive away right okay so now i'm like jesus christ the fucking cops know oh so, paranoid yeah well yeah. So the next day, yeah. the next day I wake up, the next day I wake up and I fucking go, uh, I say, fuck it. I, I have to do it. So I put like uh, 200 plants in garbage bags, like, cause I had a, like a starter room too. And then I put the baby starter room. Well, like, like, cause it's like six, it's a 10 week cycle. Yeah. So like what happens is like at the, at the, um, at the four, like about three weeks in, you cut sides of the stems off and then you put them in this orange powder and then you put in dirt and then you start your babies that way. But a lot of times what happens is I, ha- I had a whole thing I figured out in my head because the babies are always ready to go in before your fucking 10 weeks are up. See, so sometimes you got to go 11 because you want to get thicker. So what you do is oh. you make another, you buy one more light because you can put like about, a, you can put like almost 80 plants under one light because you put all the pots together. You get yeah. smaller pots. So I start, I did a starter room. So by the time these ones were done, I had three weeks on the f- next set. Oh, so I was shaving, oh yeah, I was, I was shaving three weeks off a 10 oh, week yeah. cycle. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. So. Pawnheads are inge- ingenious. <laughs> <laughs> so I fucking. So I take everything and I throw in, in garbage bags and I ditch and get rid of it. I get rid of all of it and uh, I'm clear. I'm re- and then about two weeks later, he's now my buddy wants to stay there because there's no weed. So he's actually staying there for a fucking change. It, this literally ruined my, our friendship. We, we're not friends anymore. And uh, he goes, uh, he's staying there, and all of a sudden someone tries to break the fucking door down. Who? Just some guy, right? Just some guy starts going at the front door, goes boom. So it's- Kicked and trying to kick it down. He opens the door 
And he looks at the guy. He goes, what are you doing? So the guy looks at him. And he goes, I live here. I'm like, you live here? What the fuck are you talking about, dude? I live here. And the guy goes, call the cops. And he goes, I will. So he calls the cops and fucking 12 cop cars show up in a fucking second. So there was a fake, it was an undercover, they sh- like in Canada, if you, wa- if you watch the fucking news, what they do is they, sh- they, they always say every time they get a big bust, yeah. right? They say, oh, the cops are investigating a B&E. So they send oh, a fake. really? Yeah. Th- so that way they don't have to get a warrant. So they can just kick at the door. No, they send a fake criminal. Oh, a fully fake criminal. Really? Yeah. So they send in a fake criminal and then what? say you live there. Get him loaded up with liquor and be like, hey, here's your house. Remember how you live here? <laughs> and then just well, just break in, like, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, then, uh, and, then, and then they have the cops who are like, like they, someone calls, like someone's trying to break in that house, and then the cops go investigate. And they call and they smell weed. They, oh, smell them. weed, and we found the weed, and, every, and then they get busted. Oh. Right? So, that, so 12 cop cars show up, and the one guy went to high school with 12 my, cop cars who were breaking and entering. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Try to call a cop for anything. Right, yeah. like, and see if they even show up. You call them. Do you guys hate the police here in Canada too, or is it just like blacks in America? Yeah. Everybody does. No, uh, we. Uh, I mean, the, I mean, I'm sure they could be worse. But yeah, I'm not a fan of the cops. <laughs> I used to try to like be on the side of like fuck the police until I realized like oh no, they help keep me safe like all the time. <laughs> just their existence in general. Just the fact that there are police means people aren't murdering me. Well, like I mean, there day. is a good point to them, and like, yeah, there's a, maybe there won't be someone in your living room when you get home because there's cops. But when you're trying to just uh, sit peacefully and grow a hundred pot plants, <laughs> then they become a problem. Yeah, they're dicks, right? Yeah. So, anyways, the one dude knew my buddy, right, yeah. from high school, and he looks at him and like he gave a tell. That's what was the funny about it. He goes, he's like looking Wait, around. One dude, which one dude? One dude was a cop. Okay, he actually went to high school with my buddy that I owned the house with because I kind of yeah. I bought the house with a friend of mine. And he looks at my buddy, and he go. He looks at him. He goes like this. He goes, "What? Hey, what are you doing here?" Yeah. He goes, "I live here." He's like, "You live here?" He's like, "Oh," and like all weirded out. Like so, like like so. He's basically like, "I we're here. We were here for something else." Manolas. Yeah, we're here for Manolas. Yeah. Fucking the rest of them. And then uh, what happened? That same. Oh fuck! And at the same time. Um, my buddy that was also uh, he, he an ex friend he would sell so I had like three uh, the I got rid of all the weed I had what well, cops took it all no 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 I I I got one cycle done that's all I did so I took the oh one. you did one cycle and that was it why well, yeah I did once I I did tons of cycles in my old place but this was, I did one cycle in this new house yeah so, yeah. So I did one cycle, and then I sold it all, and I gave it to one my one buddy. I sold him three. I I, I gave him three thousand dollars worth of weed, yeah. and he was supposed to get rid of it. And at the same time as that happened, he I knew he was like he sold cocaine right yeah. for a living. And uh, well, I definitely want to say this: um, no matter what you do in life, you should always trust cokeheads. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just good words to live by. I know. So uh, they'll always be there for you. <laughs> They go out of their way to help, and they so never I, fuck up. He he was like he he, he was a freebaser himself, right? Uh-huh. But he'd always cl- I knew him from Greece. I saw him in Greece. Like every time I went to Greece, he was there too. That's how we became friends. Yeah. And uh, so we were friends. I used to I used to get move shit through him for years. Yeah. And uh, this last one time, he gets caught with this uh, distributing cocaine. Ugh. Yeah, horrible. So he goes, so he goes in. This is. He he went into uh, jail for the night. Gets out. I see him a couple days later. He tells me this as I give him three thousand dollars worth of weed. Now this at this point, my shit happens with the cops. 
After that. After that. Yeah. After that. So what happens is I give him the weed and then he just doesn't call me. He fucks me for three G's. So as he fucks me for three G's, this shit happens where this guy tries to break in my house and I have to get rid of the weed. So I I think he told the cops what, about my place uh-huh. to get a fucking out. Do you still think that? I still think that, yeah. yeah. And he and uh and I still, he still owe me, owes me three G's to this day. And then uh, like uh, about – Do you think you're going to get that money back? Never. Yeah. No. He actually fucking found me on Facebook. And uh, it was hilarious. He goes, hey, buddy, how you doing? It's like, it was like <laughs> six years later. Yeah. Six fucking years later or something. It's like, hey, buddy, how you doing? I'm like, so I go, hey, buddy, how's my $3,000? Yeah. And he says this. He goes, hey, man, that was a long time ago. Yeah. When people owe you, when people owe you money, once they've made it in their head, like, I'm not going to be paying back that money, then they just forget about it. Yeah. They just completely like, yeah, I just don't owe it anymore. They don't get nervous or, or weird or, or ashamed. They just so, it's been paid back. <laughs> So then I want to back up like uh, – Okay. When you live with your parents uh, okay. during this time, you, had a, you owned a house pretty much. I owned a house, yeah. So that you could grow weed in it. Right. And you live with your parents because you didn't want to tell them, look, I have my own house. Yeah. You didn't think of like getting an apartment or something? Well, I, what money am I going to have an apart for an apartment at this so point? So you had no job to justify. So it was all about your parents like telling them how you well, lived. Well, I, I, was li- I was working as a lifeguard actually. So I you was couldn't like, say that was enough to buy an apartment or – like have a well, I, how would I get the apartment? I, I I wouldn't have any. I I I spent like five thousand dollars on just equipment for weed at that point. Like oh, you had no no money. Well, I had I had money coming in, but I didn't have extra money. I'm like I'll get an apartment and own a house. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. I made a decision. You know, yeah. I was living on my own already at that point. About a month, but you went back to live at your parents' house. Well, thirty five. About at thirty five, yeah. But like about a month before that. Before, like, uh, like as I was starting to grow, and um, I actually got lost at the border, and I, I actually um, this it was two weeks after September 11th. I remember that I got lost at the border, and I went in because it was September 25th. That's how you remembered. No, I just remember it was two weeks after September 11th. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I remember specifically. <laughs> I had weed in my trunk, and I was going to sell it to this comedian at the time, and I didn't see him, and I got lost on the way to Niagara Falls, and I got I went on the way to what? I was going to Niagara Falls. Okay. Yuck yucks. Yeah. And uh, on on the way, Niagara I went Niagara Falls. He said. <laughs> you say that very fast. Yeah. Oh, sounds like you're saying nigger falls. Oh. <laughs> I don't think it's Niagara saying, Falls, yeah. man. <laughs> and uh, I went to Niagara Falls on a, on a bus trip once from sleepaway camp, and I stole a deck of cards, like a little deck of cards, or like that big, the size of your finger. And your th- I remember stealing it. I was like, I want these, and I was like, I don't have any money. I just saw them at my parents' house. I went home to visit, and I was like, Oh, you stole this stuff I stole. It's nice. It's like 25 years ago. Anyway, that's my memory of Niagara Falls. I um. I, I basically I, the next thing I know realized I was at the border. Uh huh. With a bunch of weed on you. With well, like uh, just an ounce in my okay. trunk. An ounce is a lot. Yeah, and I realized I had to do only way to get now I had to do a UE, but I had to go through Canadian customs even though I haven't been in over the states. <sighs> yeah. So this is all happening like this. This happens before the thing happens with Mike. Before the thing happens with the cops. Yeah. So what happened with, at the border? So the guy, I pull up and I'm fucking green. I'm just literally green. Like already, I'm like sick to my stomach because I, I'm a whore. I'm not good at lying, right? And he goes, "Oh, it's a chick." She goes, "Uh, how long you been over?" And I go, two hours." So what do you do? What were you doing over there? Oh, that sounds I, even worse. Yeah, yeah. I, I go. I, if you just said, 
I just honestly, I didn't realize it was going this way. I just did a U-turn. No, but see, I did that like a decade ago, and I had no drugs. So I said, I just did a U-turn. I got lost. They searched my car. Oh. They searched me. So I knew that in my head. Like, I thought there's going to be a chance. So I, I, I go, two hours. It's like, what were you doing there? I go, I had to see a buddy. For two hours. For two hours. like drugs. Yeah. I don't even, like, because I'm, so, I'm so panicked at that yeah. point. I'm like, why did I fucking say that? Yeah. Why? Right? So. Yeah, say like all day. I don't know. Or even like. Two hours. I got a hooker. Like whatever you want to say. Yeah, you can say so. Many I could have said a million things. I yeah. could have said a million things. I had to see a buddy about a thing. What are you asking? <laughs> what? <laughs> so she gives me a yellow ticket and she goes, "Go pull over there." And my in my head, my life's over, right? My fucking life's over. Did you think about running at that point? So at that point, I strive to go where they check your car, and I just fucking go and I hit it and I run. You did I run? Oh, so I guess a lot of you was thinking to run. <laughs> I guess that's my answer. <laughs> I was like, what percentage of you is thinking of going? But you just ran? I drove away. And what happened? I, I started, I got my car up to about a buck 80 on the fucking highway. And I go, I'm like, and that, I remember that night being weird because I remember there was no one in the fast lane for some reason. And so I'm just going by cars like, shoom, 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 like that. And I make it back to Yuck Yucks. And I go into Yuck Yucks and I just, uh, I get uh, Tom Stade, this comedian that lives in the UK now. And, uh, the, the, this guy Joe, he re- managed the club, and I bring him. I already had. I hit the weed. I hit the pound of weed, and then I went to. Uh, I threw a half quarter out my window because I had that with me. My weed was in my spare tire, so yeah. I go. I go. I grab them together, and I just tell them what I just told you. Yeah. Are we good? Yeah, we're good. I'm just checking the sound. It's all right. All right. Yeah. So we're, I, I cut them together. I go. This is okay. Listen, this is what just happened. Yeah. And like this, I tell them, and he goes, and the t- and the, the the guy goes. Well, why would you do that? And I'm like, well, listen, dude, it's I've already. I don't need Yeah, this. it's not. What do I do now? And Tom Stade goes, uh, hey, man, just tell me how to joint. <laughs> Go back and just tell me how to joint. Yeah. I'm like, no, that's a horrible idea, right? So the owner at the time of the club or the manager says, like, uh, let's just call Breslin? him back. What? Breslin? Not Breslin. No, no. Um, but someone's trying to help you out. You someone's. He decides to uh, go call the cops and just says, hey, we got a situation. And then uh, this is what happened. He got lost at the border and he was going to get fired for not being at the show in time because he's a comedian. And they go, blah, blah, blah. He's, right. Not bad. And he goes, uh, call, they, call you an idiot saying he freaked out. Sorry. So they go, Blue Honda Civic. Uh, yeah. Manuel Santanos. Yeah. Oh, we got an APB on that guy. We'll be right over. So at that point, Angelo Zarukas, I don't know if you know him. He was there that night, too. Uh-huh. So everybody was like, yeah, right. Yeah, Manolis, you could, yeah, you ran the border. Everybody kind of thought like I was bullshit, right? Yeah. And then like th- fucking three cop cars show up. You know, that's what I mean. Fucking someone calls a B&E on my house. Eleven cop cars show up. I fucking run the border. The border Only three. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Three cop cars show up. And uh, where's APB? All points. Bull- Bulletin or something? Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like, I was wanted. I was. I was wanted Canada. Okay. Wow. That was, was what, what was happening. Did so you, I, now, when you knew you had an APB out for you and you wanted in Canada, how hard was your boner? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all I could think was like, I'm. I, I just thought I'm going to fucking jail. Yeah. I'm going to jail. Yeah. Right. And uh, yeah, I'm sure. And uh, cops show up and they're like standing in the hallway and just like fucking why? Why did you run the Why did you run the border? Hey. Yeah. 
And I'm like, just like, ah, oh, man, I don't know. I was just like, got lost, and I was gonna lose my job, and I just, I just kind of left, dude. I don't know what I was thinking. And this one cop started laughing. I was like, okay, I'm cool with him. Yeah. But there's this one chick. She was being a bit of a cunt, and uh, I just kind of tried to uh, focused on him. And he said, okay. Right, you come with me. You're gonna come with me. Can you drive right now? I'm like, yeah, I can drive. So I fucking get in my car and I have to follow this cop back to the border to for them to check my car. So yeah. at this point, which is cool because now the my weed car, is gone. The weed's gone. Yeah. And so I go, uh, I go in, I go in. I'm walking with the cop. I remember he was right beside me. I'm walking with him, and I go, okay, dude, like, because he's kind of my friend now. He's yeah. being my f- cool to me, and I go, dude, please, because I don't know what's gonna happen. I go, please, dude, whatever you do. Please don't leave me. Just don't leave me, okay? Just don't leave me. And he goes, okay, I won't leave you. Just calm down, all right? Calm the fuck down. He yells at me. And I go, okay. So we go in and he talks to the border p- cops. And they go, hey, listen, we checked his record. He doesn't have a record. We checked the story. It seems to uh, be uh, true. And uh, I don't know what to tell you. I just, I think the guy's a fucking retard, to tell you the truth. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Right, right in front of me, he says, I think he's a retard. And I'm like, standing there, like listening to this and going, I'm just like, yes, I will be. I will be the retard if that gets me out of this situation. They searched my car and I had to pay a two hundred dollar fine, and then they, uh, they, and then I just left, and that was it. And I was like, "Fucking!" But uh, it stayed in my record for a long time. Every time I came th- through any kind of like customs, like through airports and stuff, I'd always get pulled through, pulled over. They marked her. They marked me, and I remember one time I knew for sure because I remember one time they had my suitcase and the guy's like this because they they flagged me and the guy's going to change. He's like yeah. typing, he goes. You you ran the border huh. like that, huh. yeah. So so that happened, yeah. So that happened. I fucking then I so I I so at that point all this shit happens and I just said fuck it, and I almost got caught with the bean the fake beanie and I'm like that's it I'm done I'm out I got I'm just gonna fucking sell this house and just tell jokes that's it that's all my goal goal was at that point I can't yeah. do I can't try to take shortcuts I was just trying to take a shortcut to make some extra cash maybe like make enough money and then fucking move to LA so I sold the house I was trying to sell a house at that point my mom got lift note cancer at this literally at that point oh, so cool yeah it was amazing <laughs> my life uh, is awesome <laughs> and uh, so that was like weird and so I ended up being with her for like well i still there anyways because i'm awesome and uh, so uh, no but i ended up having to take care of her taking her doctor points and, blah, blah, and that's when you were living there and i was now is now at that point when she started getting lift no cancer i was the i was the house is pretty well gone and I, they never knew i owned a house and i just still was living at home as far as they were concerned and um and then she got better a year and a half ago and everything's cool and uh i end up having to quit my job because my job was like either you do stand up or fucking one or the other. One or the other. So I had to quit my job, and then so like half my income was gone, and then like yeah, and then at that point I was kind of like stuck living at home. Yeah. Because now I didn't have a I didn't have extra coin, and I wasn't going to grow weed again. So now I have to listen and make sure my dad doesn't come down the stairs when I masturbate. So what? <laughs> <laughs> Like that's where I'm at my What's life. Your, where do you live? Like, where is? Give me the layout of the house. <laughs> well, I live. I have a bed. I have a bedroom upstairs. My, that's okay. where I sleep. But everything is with, my with their bedroom. What? No, like they have their own bedrooms. What no, I'm mean? saying upstairs where their bedroom is. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Oh, that'd be. I looked. I th- you looked at Patrick. I'm like, what? What did you tell? Michael, you wanted to say something. <laughs> uh, they. He, I guess he does want to say. Do you want to say something? 
Okay. So I no, I sleep upstairs, but I, I live in the. I I spend most of my time in the. There's a basement. Is and it like it, a rumpus room? Like has it been redone? It's just a giant. Yeah, it's 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 okay. It's just a place I got. What's my computer is? It's where I fucking beat the shit out of my you cock sleep down there. Because because uh, my dad's my so you dad will yell in your room. What you don't masturbate in your room? No, I masturbate in the basement. That sounds so weird when you say it like that. Yeah. Where do you masturbate in the basement? No, the worst. I, this is not, like I don't care about masturbating in the basement. This is what this is my biggest pet peeve, peeve of living at home yeah. is like my dad. Yeah, seems to have some sort of sixth six sense. Is that the? Am yeah. I saying that right? Yeah, yeah. sixth. Whatever. No, you got it right. Like, yeah. Sixth sense. Like he seems to know whenever I'm going to masturbate. Really? Like every time I get my cock out, like I get or it just I get on some porn thing yeah. and I start watching. All I hear is my my dad come down the stairs, like this, and I'm like ah fucking I have to like that and go to Facebook and pretend I'm just like you know what I mean like yeah. like how do you like he like it happens so often like like I could like do nothing there could be no one coming downstairs for two hours and then boom I just go I'm like fuck it I'm gonna go ch- kill it to some porn. And then is, your, is your is the downstairs like when you walk down the stairs you're in where, where you're doing porn or there's another room? Yeah, no, no. Like he at the bottom, as soon as he comes around that corner, it's like boom. Like, okay, so like, when you hear the steps coming, you're already switching. Yeah, yeah, I have Good. to. All right, right. And like I've had those days where like I'm almost like because I'm so t- I'm tired, dude. It's been a long fucking life, right. yeah. and uh, I've at that point sometimes I'm like fuck it. I'm not gonna stop. <laughs> like, really? like, like, like f- I've had moments where, like, I should just fucking just keep going. What, Dad? What? What? The garbage. <laughs> I'll get it. <laughs> Give yeah. me five minutes. Have you ever had him come down when you were like almost done, where it's like really hard to stop? Well, I, well there's been a couple times where I've like I've com- I've started coming and I hear him come downstairs and I just pull my pants and do him up and jizz in my pants. Just keep it going. I just into your pants. I can't stop jizzing. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's already a jizz comes yeah, out and there's like three more coming, so I just like let them go. It's I'm not like, key that you can like pull back and like hold it in. No, it's yeah. I'm past the point. I just fucking. That was my best masturbation ever. I was working at the, uh, the North Hill Service Desk at University of Maryland. They had this desk where people would go for like their packages or if they lost their keys or if they needed to look up a phone number or something. And so I would only masturbate there on the really late shifts, like the three a.m. to six a.m. Um, but there was this other desk like right next to it that would only be open for like twelve to six p.m. Noon right, six p.m. And there were classrooms there. It was the bottom of Anne Arundel Hall, University of Maryland. There were classrooms that were in that bottom of that of that dorm. And so people would come by, and I would just sneak all the way up to the desk, like so my, like I'm here, so you can't see, and just masturbate underneath, <laughs> like, slowly touch it up. But then somebody would come out, or like a class would get out, so I'd have to like stop, you know, and just like pull my pants like a little higher up, and be like, "Hi, do you need anything?" I would help people, you know, and um and. Uh, and then when it just kept getting interrupted over and over again, someone come through the front doors right there in front of me, right? And I'm like, hi, and just sneak, just push my stomach all the way up. <laughs> they can't say anything because no one's coming in from behind me. That's safe. And uh, by the time I finally came, it was like an hour and fifteen minutes of just beating it. It was the best orgasm I've ever had. Just jizz everywhere. It was like, I just lost control of my body. <laughs> I just started convulsing. Yeah, it was the same thing. Then people started coming, but it was like, this is just happening. I'm just fucking, I just like I'm getting electrocuted for like a good like five minutes. God, that was a good orgasm. I've been chasing that dragon forever. (laughs) Is it hard to act professional immediately once you stop masturbating to go right into, I'm I'm just a person who's working right now? Work the desk, yeah. Um, Luckily, that desk, nobody really bothered us for stuff. We were just there. You'd have to talk to anybody. Yeah, that was a problem. Just there to unload. Right afterwards. Like, what? What? (laughs) 
You locked your key out. What? Who cares? I just came in my pants <laughs> again. Yeah, I had a hand job from a chick one time on a bus for like four hours. Like, but it was really? on, on the outside of my pants, just gently rubbing. Yeah, yeah, because the bus was packed. Were you all chafed up afterwards? I was horrible because two hours in, there were, they stopped. It was going from uh, Athens or Kalamata to Athens, and then Athens. I was flying back to Canada. Athens, Georgia. Uh, Greece. Rome. Oh, so they have an Athens in Greece now. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's popular yeah. This is the worst part though This is the worst part Because I already decided in my head I'm just going to go to a stall And fucking pull it And just yeah. So I can Because I was like Wanted to come I go in Greece In the washrooms They have like these the, You go in And the, there will be a Greek old lady By the sink yeah. And you have to give her Fucking some money Some drachmas So she can give you Like a towel or something Just to, yeah For like uh, the Toilet paper Oh, wow, really? So I had to buy, because I knew I was going to go to a stall. I wasn't taking a ship. I was going to masturbate. So I just grabbed some toilet. I bought some toilet paper. I thought I might go, oh, great, because I can use this to jizz in. I just had a gentle two-hour hand job on the fucking bus. Yeah. So I go in there, and I start trying to fucking masturbate, right? And the whole time, I'm like, I couldn't come just because I knew there was this lady. old ya-ya, Greek yeah. lady, was fucking five feet away from me by the sink. Yeah. It's tough. Tough. And I'm like, just trying to fucking masturbate. And I'm like, I could. So then I go on the back on the bus and then I go for another two hour drive where she's just still gently fucking playing with my you fucking. She's done it on the bus bathroom. But there's no, there was no bathroom uh, on there. That's why we stopped there. That's what yeah, the journey sucks. is. It's... I wouldn't have needed the toilet paper. I would have just came and just aimed it into the toilet. Yeah, I know, but I, I did that at the airport the other day, by the way. But I got a lot of it on the seat. <laughs> just so you know. Bad. I felt bad. I cleaned it up. Someone. What? Someone's gonna sit on it. Someone's gonna. Yeah, I felt bad. I cleaned it. Up. I was like, no one should have to sit and come. That's beyond. I'll pee on the seat if it happens. But like, famous come. It makes it okay. <laughs> you know, like Tom Cruise went in there and just, like, <laughs> and just sign it. This is Tom Cruise's semen. It'd be a lot easier. Um, um, okay. So, so, anyways, where were we in terms? Of, okay, so that's your. That's where you live in the basement of this of this house. And yeah. Do, do like your parents give you rules and stuff? Do they want you out? Like, there's a lot. My dad, uh, he's very uh, disappointed in me. He is I would, disappointed. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Remember that oh, time that me and uh, Spencer were there. What happened? We were hanging out. I think it was like a weeknight, and yeah. we go. We're in his basement. We're hanging out, and then uh, his cell phone rings, and he answers it, and he's like, "Hello." Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hey guys, so that was my dad. He's calling from upstairs. He says you guys have to leave because uh, I'm not allowed to have friends over after midnight. <laughs> wow. Really? <laughs> wow. He just called. He was like, this idiot. Yeah, he couldn't even just shout from upstairs. He, he didn't want to deal with it. He was like, he just decided in his head. Like, my dad's re- my dad's 83 years old and he's grumpy as fuck, right? He's a cool dude, but he's grumpy as fuck. So if he just, in his head, he just sees two guys getting drunk in my basement with me. They're half my age. It seems a little weird. He wants them out. He thinks they're, but look at Patrick. He looks at Patrick. He's like, ah, he's like, I don't know about him. Get the, out. Yeah. Pat, Pat always, Jay, because you're keeping him up? No, because he thinks my dad just my dad is like he sketchy, thinks you're a bum. Yeah. Oh, that's it. He just looks at you and he, probably, he likes you, but he thinks you're a bum. Like, Jay, a Rouse is not allowed in my house. Rouse, he's Jay, a, he, Rouse is a bad influence on everybody. Yeah, <laughs> Rouse looks like someone. Are you putting it on your chin? Can you take it off your chin? Oh, sorry. Yeah, it just makes noise when you like. Oh, rub it back and forth beer. on your. Pat, Pat always tells the story of like 
when, as Manolis was growing up, his friends, his friends would get older and older with Manolis, like as he aged. Until 20. Until 20, and then it just cut off, and all of his friends stayed 20, and Manolis kept getting <laughs> older. Because if I go over there, he just, like, he'll, open the, he'll be like sitting outside on the, on the bench or something, and he'll, he'll see me come up, and he just opens the door. Manoli, your friend's here. Manoli. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. It's like, it reminded me of like being 12, going over to your friend's house. Manoli. So I had this, I had like about... A, I broke up this girl a couple years ago now. Yeah. And uh, she was my last uh, serious girlfriend that I've had in a while. And uh, so we went out for about a year and a half. And my dad like was like, oh, my my dad's all these kids. Like, maybe this will be the one. Get her, get her pregnant. He'll get a re- regular job and stop doing this fucking comedy bullshit, you know? Yeah. And uh, so what happens? Um, we end up breaking up anyways. But before that ever happened, I was like, one day I was just like, like uh, about to fuck my my girlfriend in my parents' basement. My, you, so okay, I was gonna get to that. Yeah. You have sex with people there. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> well, girls in the basement though. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a bed down there? No, a couch. Couch. Okay. There's a couch. Yeah. Okay. But it's not that often, believe it or not. Her was often because. Oh, she... I believe it. This <laughs> is. <laughs> I wasn't gonna fact check you on that. <laughs> 41 year old guy who lives at home doesn't get laid a lot. What? It's no. <laughs> so weird. So, so yeah, so I go. Uh, I'm bang. I was banging my girlfriend as usual in the basement, and uh, one day, and then I just looked at a condom one day. Like it looked weird to me before I opened it up. I'm like something was with the package, and I looked at it closely, and I'm like, there's a hole in it. <gasps> in the condom? Yeah, but not. I hadn't pulled the condom out. It was like the plastic that covered the you know the packaging. Uh-huh. It was like there, I looked on the other side, so someone had put, put a needle, put, a pin through the whole thing. All the condoms. So then I looked through all my condoms because I have a bowl of condoms, and I, I started going through them all. And like, like about like twelve, there was like twenty in there, and about twelve of them had holes in them. Yeah. Yeah. So my dad had took basically thought in his head like this is what? my last. Yeah. This I am not fucking kidding you. My dad in his head thought this is my last chance. If he doesn't get this chick pregnant, it's over for my son. So like he's he, never gonna get anybody. He's not gonna. It's my. He wanted you to knock her up. Yeah. He well, he didn't want. He tried to. He tried to get me to knock her up by poking holes in all my condoms. Oh my god. But he was. He's so old. He doesn't think like he didn't do it. Like if I was gonna do it, I wouldn't put the pin right through the whole package. So the other side of the package, there's a piece of plastic that's kind of broken open in the right. middle that made me see like so how big. I'm trying to think how big that would be yeah just a pin well my dad's my dad was 80 80 years old at the time what, right a pencil through it <laughs> <laughs> but yeah but in his head like oh a yeah. pin like he probably did it a couple times he thought he doesn't he's not it's great custom yeah <laughs> he probably just thought you wouldn't notice just yeah rip it open. most times you don't <laughs> most times you reach for a condom you just grab yeah, one yeah. and tear it open yeah and, and that was that it. was one probably like i don't know like you and, probably banged her a few times with a hole in the condom probably yeah. and then just got lucky I probably get lu- I probably got lucky, but I, I try to make a habit of also like just coming outside of the vagina, uh-huh. even if I wear a, a condom. Double protection. Well, yeah, yeah, my way. I don't know. I don't, Some people do that. Pull out and condom. Yeah, I don't want to be hanging out that. off a balcony. <laughs> <laughs> I had sex with a girl once. It was like a what, long time ago, but um, we did it without a condom, and I was like, you know, whatever, worried, but not too worried that she was gonna have a baby. But you know, I'd pull out every time. And then she told me she was on the pill. And I was like, oh, why am I pulling out? She was like, <laughs> she was like no, you have to pull out. I was like, what? <laughs> well, what, what a chip. What, what, why wouldn't, wouldn't you just want to rather be safe, though? It's safe. She's on the pill. Yeah, but that's the safe. Yeah. 
Although I did get a girl pregnant who was on the pill once. There you go. Yeah. And she had an abortion, and there were complications, and she had a lot of bleeding. Oh. Yeah. I didn't find out until later. When she told me later about it, I was like, do you... It was like two years later. I was like, do you want money? <laughs> I don't know why you're telling... And she's like, no. I'm like, um, all right. Well, thanks, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. That would have been really horrible for me. She didn't consult you at all in the no. decision? No. Which I was a little bit, I was like, what the fuck? Shouldn't, I mean, men, have, men have zero power when it comes to when a girl gets pregnant. Wanting it, not wanting it, it's not up to you. If I wanted a kid and I'm like, yeah. and if I was, let's say I was semi like, what's the word when you can't have kids? Not sterile? Sterile, yeah. Let's say I was pretty sterile. Like it was like the odds are like way down, which happens to some people. And I finally got somebody pregnant. I'd be like, no, 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 you can't. That's my only chance for a kid. Yeah. But she was like, no, I'm going to kill it. Sorry. <laughs> they, so sorry. Yeah, you have nobody no control. Even cares. Nobody cares about what the guy thinks. Mm-hmm. If a guy wants to have a kid and the girl doesn't, she's allowed to do it. And yeah. that's just the way that it is. It just comes. And you'd be like, wait, so if you want this kid, okay, it's a month in. Yeah. Can I just get out of this right now and not have any part of this? Because I don't want any yeah. part of this. It's still time. I'll pay. For, here's 300 bucks that I would have given you for the abortion. <laughs> And, and I'm completely out of responsibility. They're like, oh, no, no, you're responsible for the next 18 years. Yeah, good luck. Yeah. But you, at the same time, I think we should be allowed to get girls pregnant if we want to then. Just knock them up. Yeah. And then what? I don't know. I, don't, I haven't thought you that haven't far. Thought that through. I'm still <laughs> living it. in my parents' basement. You are allowed to get girls pregnant if you want to. Oh, you mean without their consent? Just like, yeah, like, I mean, like, I ha- like, you have no choice either then. Right. If I don't have a choice if I can have one or not. You shouldn't have a choice if you're pregnant. Yeah, the word no, sex, no matter what, should just be... See what happens. It's like fertilize them afterwards. <laughs> you come out, take all that stuff, and just shove it back in there. <laughs> With like, yeah. What are you gonna say, Patrick? When? Uh, anyways. <laughs> so okay, so you're fucking this girl in your basement. Do you have a girlfriend now? No. Do you bone at all? How often do you get laid? Uh, a couple times a month, maybe. And where do you do it? Their place? Usually their place or, or a friend's place or on the road. Yeah, I'm not too stressed about it. I mean, I've banged a lot of broads in my time so yeah. i'm like i'm your libido's pretty... gone down probably at this point yeah a yeah. little bit and I, I don't mine has at some point i'm like i've gotten laid i'm not going to be out for the next nine hours for the chance of it mm-hmm. that yeah that's my thing that's i mean like, that's what now. i mean like yeah. I, I'll, I i'm up for fucking but i'm up for fucking right but also I'm not for, for, my game boy's right there at home or my, yeah i'm not waiting so like, i'm yeah. not waiting six hours to find out maybe i might get the fuck yeah. you these guys yeah, I'm at the, the point with girls where they're like, me. hey, how about we go out? I'm like, how about we just fuck? And then uh, it's only 1030. We can go out afterwards. Yeah. We'll be out by 1130. We'll still have two hours. Or you could go out. We could yeah. fuck. And then you could just go out. <laughs> oh phase, you and when you're done, tickets. come back and then we can fuck again. So you yeah. so you want to get out of that house? What do you Yeah, want? I do. You do. I do. But what? Just comedy's not paying enough yet? You don't have wow. another job, right? Well, no, I mean, I, I do other jobs. I do background work, too, and I do okay. other jobs here and there if they come. But, I mean, working in Canada is a lot different than... Yeah, yeah, I know. I've heard I think, about the laws there. For, not yeah. the laws, but the SAG rules or whatever they have instead of SAG. Yeah, you yeah. You get paid a shitload less. Actra. Well, I'm talking Actra. about just walking, yeah. working as a comedian. It's like you can't... Oh, yeah. You know, like, uh, so, like, I can't just... If I have a weekend off, I just have a weekend off. Yeah, whenever they try here where they're like, oh, are you going to be in our stable of comics? Are you going to be signed by... I'm like, oh, no, oh, I don't do... I'm just not taking part in that at all. Yeah. I'm like, you can either book me or not book me. I'm, I don't care who you're at war with. I'm like, if there's a great yeah. club in Edmonton, I'm going to do that club. Somebody, yeah. Like, I don't care. So when I, just don't I mean, care. yeah, I mean, that's, and that's what you do. That's what you can do yeah. if you're in your situation when I'm, I'm in my situation. Yeah. So you I, make some, and are you trying to save up to get out? Yeah. I, I'm, 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 I'm 
in a better situation I've ever ever been. Why? Well, I mean, just financially. Of, okay. Like you know, like I'm actually I'm I'm zero debt and I uh, I got a little bit saved, but but now I just want to try to save some money and try to figure something out. Yeah. I'd like to go. I just want to go to L.A. To oh, you do? Yeah. You got to pay. It's, there's no parents there to live with. I mean, you have to pay rent. <laughs> well, that's why I'm saving. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. But I mean, like that's the thing. I have a car here too, right? I keep yeah. that on the road. Like I, if I go to L.A., I won't have a car. Oh, you need a car in L.A. Well, I'll figure. I haven't figured everything You'll get out. One like, there. Yeah, you know, like it's either the car or maybe live with someone that has a car. And like, would you get a rent. job if you go to L.A.? If I could, yeah. I'm, I'm not opposed to working at all, man. I, I don't. I actually don't mind working. You just haven't done it enough to. Well, the thing is, like, the thing is, like, it's like I, my dad could get me in the Ford tomorrow. I could work at Ford tomorrow and make cars. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like they make Fords I, here. Yeah, they make Fords. They make Fords in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. Not even Japan, really. Toyotas, I could see, but like, like well, Ford's all supposed to, all they do in America is talk about a Fords and Chevy. It's like that's American cars, American made. But what that's the only I, reason like, to buy it because they're shitty cars. <laughs> so that's the, all they sell you on is like you're an asshole if you don't buy what your neighbor. <laughs> you're not gonna buy it. We made it. I know. Yeah, but you're like, but it's shitty. Make something nice, and then I'll buy it. <laughs> John Reed, are good. John Reed, this comic, uh, he used to be the Hemi guy. Do you remember those commercials? Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so he was the Hemi guy. Hey, that thing got a Hemi. Uh-huh. Um, and it was for Dodge, which is like an American car company. And we saw him once, me and David Taylor saw him once with a, uh, driving a Lexus. Right. <laughs> and it was like a new Lexus like minivan or van or whatever. He, that he probably bought That's with the money did. that he made from oh, the Oh, yeah, totally. And we're like, you didn't buy an American car? <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, I bought it from an American. <laughs> All right, well, good point. Yeah. <laughs> good point. He supported at least one American in that purchase. <laughs> But my, I guess my point being is like as soon like uh, within a week I would have to tell them like yeah I need th- I can't work Thursday Friday yeah because I gotta go to Ottawa Yucks or something like that right and they'd be like oh yeah yeah it's hard they'd be like stuff. no yeah you can't they don't accept that Other- no yeah they'd be like you're 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 fired yeah you know like so and like that's my that's that's why it's yeah it's hard to have a job and do comedy yeah yeah and I, especially I, with the road the only th- yeah it's the only thing I, it's the only thing that's still so do you pay rent there no totally hundred percent free groceries nothing. No, just uh, just my car. So, what what do you spend money on? Just food and booze. Uh, you know, food on the road, booze, uh, cars. Just food on the road at home. You eat at home. Yeah, I eat at home. So, if everyone's going out to eat right before you go back to Hamilton, do you try to be like, eh, I'm not gonna, I'll just wait till I get home to save money? Do you do that a lot? No, I I'll, I only eat out if I'm with the person. Like it's almost like cigarettes. I I don't really enjoy a cigarette unless I'm. Ha- like, you eat out with people. Yeah, yeah. That's how I feel about going out. It seems lame to go out by yourself to a restaurant, yeah. someplace. I'd rather go drive through a McDonald's and like go into a McDonald's by myself. <laughs> you know, and just sit there. Yeah, exactly. I feel sad by yourself. Yeah, I've never seen sad. a movie by myself in my life. That's one where it's like I think I just did um, recently able to start doing that. It seems like such a stigma. Yeah, it seems like that's the sign of loneliness. I, I think seeing movies by yourself is fine. Oh, yeah, totally. Because you watch them at home alone. Yeah. It just used to be such a social thing. Yeah. Right. You're like, it has to be a date night or a friend. And then you realize, like, I just want to see this movie. Yeah. We're not talking the whole time anyway. Yeah, which makes a point, but I've never been able to. And I don't think there's ever been a movie that I really want to see that bad. The first time I went to go see, I went to see, uh, I decided to see more uh, comics like on the road doing like headliner sets because they only seem to like 15 minutes in LA. Right. Um, or if I'm in New York. But like, there's a couple like improvs right near LA that people do like full sets, like the Brea Improv and the Ontario Improv and the right. Irvine Improv. It's like an hour away, 
And you can see like if somebody do like a headliner, like an hour, which is different, mm. you know? So I went to see Bill Burr to see what he was doing. Right. Uh, but I didn't want to go through traffic to fucking sit there. for. So I just went early and I watched um, that ballet movie. Black Swan. Black Swan, yeah. Black it was really Swan. good. I got super stoned in my car in the parking lot, went to see the ballet movie, and then went to watch Bill Burr and ate nachos in the back. <laughs> Uh, you, had, totally you took legit. yourself on a date. You took yeah, yourself I took a myself night out on the town. <laughs> Today's about Ari. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So, did, what does your mom say about this shit? My Stuff. mom's. My mom would rather just me be around. She likes you there. She likes me there. My parents fight a lot. Oh, really? You can hear a. There's a voicemail that his dad left him. It's yeah. on YouTube. You. I will play it now. Yeah. You can Hang on. Okay. Say I'll that thing it. about. Say that thing about what you said about that young comic. Was that you said it before? There was a there's a there's a 17 year old uh, comic in Hamilton in our city. Yeah. And the funny thing is, there's only two comedians in our city who can get grounded, and it's Manolis, the 41 year old man, and Mace <laughs> Galoni, the 17 year old. Have you ever been grounded? Like recently, they don't do that, do they? No, because <laughs> that's just punishing them more. But this phone call sounds like you could get in trouble for not. Um, hang on a second. Check in. I'm just waiting for there's the. There's also a Cribs video online that we did. If you want to check out his actual. House. A Cribs video? Yeah, everything we're talking about. Is Pat, yeah, Pat, oh, yeah, I've seen that Cribs video. Yeah, yeah, Cribs yeah. video I've seen that Cribs video. Hey, That's I want to play this because you said you hang out with all 20-year-olds. This is the um, the scene from The Days of Confuser. It reminds me of... Search. Wait. Hey, oh, shit, man. Yeah? Working for the city. Working man, huh? Does your, does Been thinking your about getting phone? back in school, though, man. Back in JC or something like that? Yeah, man. Right. Where's the part where he says about 20-year-olds? Right. Oh, here it is. <laughs> But on the other hand, man, I just soon keep working, keep a little change in my pocket. Wait, rather than spend my time listening to some dipshit who doesn't know what the hell he's talking about anyway. Does this remind you of you at all? <laughs> Listen, I still like I still like young girls. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, and uh, that's not the part about young girls. It's the part about I don't want to listen to some dipshit. I know how to live my life. <laughs> Hold on, here's the part. Some girl just passed. I love this so much. You find it. So you're a freshman, right? Oh, damn yeah. it, where is it? So tell me, man, how's this year's crop of freshman chicks looking? <laughs> Alright, let's hear that part. Here's the message. Message. Why don't you be in the jail? And why are you calling me? Because I worry. Not too much, but I worry. Because I got a one shot for you not understand nothing. No reports. I told you a million times for that stupid thing. Okay, I wait the answer. Okay? Bye. <laughs> wow, he's got an accent. He's got a major accent. Is that on YouTube? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll put that up on my website. <laughs> I'm this episode. I want to see this thing about the 20 year old. No, man. No, man. That's what I love about these high school girls, man. I get older, they stay the same age. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite quotes of all time. We saw, we saw Manolis with an 18 year old recently. 18. Ooh. Remember the remember the girl we met her, met her at Shea, the 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 dark hair girl. She got a little weird after. Oh, uh, Che. Do you remember that girl? At Che. Oh, that girl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, the one that like she she's wants headache. You to just drive around pretty much. Oh yeah, yeah. She wants to drive around and, and buy her beers. Leave yeah. you on and then. Yeah. So. Yeah, they'll like use. I know girls like that. It's yeah. so annoying. Yeah. She like, like what? She knew me from a long time ago, and she was like, saw me at a bar, and she, like was all over me, and then 
she, but she wasn't going to fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, I'm not going to do anything, but I'll give you hope for about two hours. Mm-hmm. If you get <laughs> Is that a fair trade-off? Yeah. yeah. So Man- was- Manolo, because he, he used to be a lifeguard in Hamilton, so he's seen all these young kids that he used to lifeguard when they were like really little kids know like him, a- and they see him now at bars and everything. Yeah, all- so they have like, a little crush yeah. on you because of what you used to do. I've had, there's been so, a few girls that I've like ran into them at the age of 20 that had a crush on me when they were Younger, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, but, like now they're twenty, right? And then that's how Polly gets laid, Polly Shore, because all these girls they're like at twelve, they're like, "You were so big on MTV, that's awesome." <laughs> and now they're like twenty six and hot, yeah. And it was deep set inside them, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? they've been waiting their entire I don't know, lives. Just something about them, yeah. Because your dad walked out the door one day, right when you're walking, <laughs> you have no idea that you need him to replace <laughs> what you're missing. Your father, and it's just like he's just like whatever, as long as you suck it. He doesn't care. Yeah. Um, so your mom doesn't care. She likes you around. Your dad wants you the fuck out. Yeah. Because what? Are you embarrassed at all that you live there? I'm pretty dead inside. Okay. So no, I'm sorry. That's a real question. Have you like just like stopped caring? Well, no, I still care, but it's like I, I, uh, I don't know. It's just the way the way everything went. Like it's not like I was like like always at home. It's just this everything kind of spiraled into this at the last several years and i ran out of money and i still want to do stand up and i can't work on weekends i can't like if i if i've weekend off i can't work and and like it's not easy you know you need money you need like i spent uh at one point i had uh i had a work visa i had i spent six thousand dollars on a work visa for three years in what? the states yeah so i you know that that ran out and so i couldn't go this you know and what i mean like, it, you spent, and you never used it well i, I used it but i didn't use it used it. i didn't yeah. stay there i just yeah. started, I popped in and a lot, a lot and i was just moving around i still i you know, I'm still working comic, but I mean, it's just it's just tough. It's just way harder, man. I, I did a TV special here. What so, comedy time? No, uh, comedy, comedy now. now. Comedy now is that the one everybody does? It's comedy time. Yeah, thing? the no, one. No. It's comedy now. Comedy now. I did one of those. That's good. I, I mean, it's just it's how much just, those help you guys here? Barely. Barely. At all. Just sort of the same. It just gives you a little bit of credibility. Like, yeah. oh, you kind of, you kind of been on TV. That's, That's what I've cool. heard. They're like the low level like specials, but like it's just like it looks good yeah. it's just it's just it would be great if it aired in america that's what oh, would yeah. help you like yeah. it just airs in canada i had a set that aired on hbo canada only yeah uh, from the nasty show a few years ago and not a single person in america saw it but um in canada people like would come out for those things right just because they're like yeah, yeah sure i've seen it from seeing it yeah like if it was on a few times it'd be like yeah i saw your your thing yeah i think i saw it really that's where i met you actually where the one you had the mustache yeah all the way down. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's a great idea, Ari. Look completely different than you're ever going to look, <laughs> and then tape a special so everyone can see what you don't look like. Uh, what do you mean? That's where you met me. That was in Montreal. Oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking of uh, the, you said HBO. Uh, I thought Jim Norton. You were there. Yeah, I was there. I went. That's how I first met you. I saw your cock when you were bald. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, then I was bald. That's the two things I've taped for television. <laughs> yeah. Shaved my head and I had a weird mustache. Rouse was on that show. Rouse, that's where I met Rouse. Yeah. Oh, you went with him? Yeah, I, I went down to check out just to, to hang out and oh, watch. Were you in the audience? Did I meet you? Meet you? I don't think. No, I just no. I don't think actually we actually talked. I just saw your set. Yeah. And at the end of set, you pulled your pants down and showed everybody your cock. Yeah. What was funny to me? <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, the, this is what was funny to me is that. It wasn't like like when someone shows everybody their cock. Usually, it's like look at this, and then they pull the pants just down to like you pull your pants all the way down to your ankles, I yeah. believe, and then you just stood there. <laughs> you stood there for good at least twenty seconds. Yeah, but you stay, like when your cock's out for twenty seconds, usually it's this: it's you unzip, 
take your pants in just far enough so you can reach in, pull your cock up and over the unzipped pants and be like, shake it like, hey, what do you think of this? And then right back in. So it's like a second and a half, two seconds. Yeah. So his, this, and this yeah. is the weird part because it's just being a comedian. You just analyze things in a different way. So first thing I wanted in my head was like, as I realized, oh, you're not putting your cock away. It's out. Yeah. I, 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 after about five, six seconds, then I watched the audience, which is everybody's jaws are open. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, this guy's cock's out. But that wasn't the crazy part to me. No one was taking pictures. No one was <laughs> pulling yeah. out phones and like, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, everybody was so shocked <laughs> that he wasn't putting away that they no at no point did anybody think, oh, I guess, I, well, why should we take a picture? It's, he's it's there. Everyone can it's see there. It. It's there. Yeah. I don't think it matters. You're right. Nobody I think really it'll show us cameras. tomorrow. So if you, if you wanted, can you get a mental picture of Ari's penis in your head? I just I think I remember your bag like you had a big cock I, but big I remember bag. your bag being very big my big my bag is the uh, the nuts or the, the my big my thing thing that's that I would brag big, about like I remember going that's a big bag yeah <laughs> that's I've, that Norton was... Norton said once they looked like uh, a beagle's ears <laughs> <laughs> well, I like that was a regular bag were you pulling your cock out no but um my I have my my friend Joe Rogan's manager I told her that I got the show and she's like oh congratulations it's really good you know she's a friend of mine and then. Uh, she just made a joke. She was like, don't get naked or anything. And I was like, oh. <laughs> just a light bulb went off in my head. Genius. It's not a regular bit, but I do it at a comedy store like late night, like all the time. We call it the, the Jew balls come out. Just the balls usually. I just pull the, I just unzip, but keep the button done and just pull like uh, a ball or two out. And then sometimes I'll like, put the shirt over it. Like if I, have, I used to wear like extra large shirts more, so it would like come over. And then I just like, as I lift up, it would like reveal a ball. As I reach up, it would reveal a ball. But people's eyes would go to where I'm reaching, and so they wouldn't. So only every once in a while, they would see just a ball out. Uh, but I'd done it late night at the comedies are so much that I was like, I know how to like not laugh when it's out and not feel ridiculous. But I had to workshop. I remember going to the Irvine Improv, and like, yeah, I was like, I need to tape this to see what it looks like. And so I tried just lowering it to like my upper thigh, and I looked on the tape. And I'm like, doesn't quite read. <laughs> it doesn't quite read on the fucking camera. It just looks like you're sort of t- is like is that out? Like you're not sure. Maybe you just gotta paint the ball. Maybe like color. like Easter eggs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I realized I had to take it all the way to the, the fucking just drop them all the way. Yeah, that, and that's what you did. That and that's what yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. I was I, I was I was impressed. Yeah. Like not by your bag so much just that. <laughs> like just like fuck this guy doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Because, because you like you were making sure that in in the world of editing that you're like no no, like well how long was no he left them down and he turned you turned around yeah we talked about this because I was like you don't want them to cut it out so they had to say good night and walk off and they gave me a stool because they were like oh we don't have a stool on stage I'm like I use it for one of my bits like you didn't see me showcase that three times right 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 I'm like right. putting a leg on the fucking whatever right on the stool like I need that and so like oh hey, well you can we can put one on you could like we'll leave it to the side you can take it in with you. You got to take it off with you when you're done. I was like, all right, that's a good compromise, I guess. I'll take the stool off with me. Right, right, right. But so I just picked the stool up and just waddled off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My pants right. That's right. I didn't want them to cut it. I didn't want to say, like, pick up my pants up and say, thank you, good night. And, and they cut, just cut, cut from the cut, beginning. Cut, cut, cut. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so afterwards, what, they were like, we couldn't even cut around it. I, and you're like, I know. Yeah, yeah, I didn't say that. I was like, oh, sorry. And I was they, watching. They put it on TV? They put it on TV. They, it was HBO, yeah. so they were allowed. I mean, they showed Oz, but they showed it for a split second and then went to my ass. They went but, to the behind shot. What was brilliant scared. is that's what he's walking away with his ass out. You're I got when I was sitting I was in the actual audience and going, Haha, brilliant. Yeah. Like I'm like, you made sure that they can't fucking fix it. 
I ran it by the people that were booking it, like lightly. They were like, yeah, do whatever dirty bits you want. We like you. And I was like, okay. I was like, hey, I'm, I'm thinking maybe I'll take my dick out. And they're like, no. Uh. <laughs> but they didn't give me explicit no. They're like, well, uh, I think it's something along the lines of like, hey, whatever you want to do, man, just don't tell us about it. I was like, loud and clear. I heard, I understand completely. And so then whenever I was getting yelled at by the HBO people and the producers, I didn't mention them at all. But I was like, they fucking knew about it. Yeah. Because they were all like, why didn't you fucking tell us you were going to do that? I'm like, because you would have said no. Yeah. I yeah, ran yeah. it by lightly, those people. But I didn't. Well, then Rouse, didn't Rouse's get cut completely? Yeah, that was bull. But it did. Yeah, and it had to do with the. Yeah, they told joke. him to not do a, a joke about uh, retarded people. <laughs> no, but they didn't. retarded they didn't, person. They didn't tell him not to do it. Here's what they told him I'll tell you, they told him not to do it. And he said, I'd really like to do that. He had a set set that he had been working on, like a uh-huh. start to finish set. And um, he was like, I'd like to do it. And they said, okay, I'll tell you what, you can do it. But because he's like, it's a good bit. It'll kill. Right. And they said, okay, you can do it, but make sure that we can cut around it. If we if we really don't like it, make sure we can cut around it, which means you don't do a segue like saying like if I'm doing a bit about, I don't know, Patrick's hat, I'm not going to do a bit about hotel rooms and then weave that hat into it so they can't just cut that part out. Right. Right. You know, you have to do it like here's the thing about hotel rooms. Okay, finished. Hey, you guys ever see people with hats? To where it's easy, you just cut right before that starts, and it's quite easy to cut that out. And at the end of that bit, you don't segue into anything else. You, you, and he did that, he right? Did it just like they asked him, but they were still super mad. Was that, is that the joke where he uh, had sex with a retarded girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a great it's on. Yeah. It's on. It's on YouTube. They gave him the set, but yeah, they gave it to him. Yeah, but they said didn't they error on. They also had to cut. Uh, they were going to cut two people. They booked two people extra, which is sort of evil. Knowing they were going to cut them. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that is. But I get it though. It's like, what if somebody bombs? I don't want to, have to show that. Shouldn't we have an option? Yeah. And one person bombed. Right, right. Like, I don't. I don't remember who. But. Doesn't matter who. But like, it was like, yeah, you don't want to have to air that. If you're like a network running it, Rouse, you Rouse know, killed. killed. I watched killed. Rouse's set from the back because he had he performed after I was done, and I like watching big shows like from the audience. Jason uh, Rouse is Jason who we're Rouse, talking yeah. about. Who I later went on tour with. Yeah. That's where we met. But um but uh yeah, he was killing and that bit destroyed yeah. from the audience. Not what I saw later. It was like that killed. But um Yeah. But uh so he did that. Oh, so they had to cut one person, but then Jim Jeffries they really loved and they were gonna like let his set go longer. Instead of showing his set for five or six minutes, they're like, You're going twelve. Uh, they just put his entire set in there instead of cutting parts uh, of it out until so they had to cut a third person. So it just made it even that much harder, and he's and they didn't want that joke in the first place, and yeah, and they, I guess they said fuck, just get, said, just fuck get rid it. of him instead of cutting everyone else down a little bit. Yeah, they yeah. let Jim Jeffries go as long as Dice. Yeah. They, oh, like, did re- Dice go long? No, but Dice was what they had like three or four four comics, and then a bigger name. Yeah, yeah. Or like yeah. people like newer comics, and then a bigger name. So they had Bill Burr was a bigger name, Patrice. Uh, yeah, Patrice uh, did Lang pretty good that Dice, night. Those are the four. No, Patrice had trouble. He yeah, he worked too. It he worked, worked okay, the, he, but it was like, why are they putting me at the end of a two and a half hour show? Yeah, he worked yeah. for it. Like he, yeah. I remember talking to him once saying he didn't like it either. Yeah, because the, it was, the show was so long. Well, yeah. They wanted to put Dice on the end of the second show, and he goes, no, fuck that, which was smart. He goes, these guys are going to be tired. This crowd is going to be tired. Oh, yeah. Dice has been around. Warm ups. He said, is that Dice said, I want to go in the middle then? Is that I what happened? The end of the first, first show, the end of the second show. Yeah, smart. Yeah, and he, you know, he killed. Yeah, yeah. Jim Jeffries went after me, and it's still one of the reasons I love that guy more than like respect him. So I waddled off. They make you wait, like right by the by the entrance before you go on, waiting for the first guy. Like you're already mic'd up, and so you're standing there waiting. You're nervous. It's the only, you know TV. 
Right. And so I'm like, you're like waiting and stuff. And then like the first person comes out, you're like, hey, good job, man. And you wait. Then Norton, you know, he's already gone out to get the guy off. And so the guy, whoever the last comic was, I think Joe DeRosa. And I was like, hey, good job. And I'm waiting, nervous. I know I'm going to take my dick out. I'm all fucking nervous. <laughs> Norton introduces me. You go out there. And then the next guy is waiting in the same place you were. As you go out, you're going to do seven, eight, nine minutes. Then he comes up. So that was Jim Jeffries. So I waddled out with a stool with my pants around my ankles. Right. Not really ever considering that someone had to go on after this. Right. Like at the comedy store, I'll only do it after midnight. Mm. It right, disrupts right, right, the show right. too much early. Right, on. right. So before 12, I'm not doing that. Right. Um, and uh, so I waddled out and he just goes, really, man? <laughs> <laughs> really and I was like uh, sorry this wasn't about him at all it was just about me I had no idea it was going to follow me the two months ago when I decided yeah 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 I was just like sorry he's just like really and he's just like whatever and he killed <laughs> like it wasn't right. a problem he killed and they gave him an HBO special out of it like, right so right up, but before they gave him the special like that day like afterwards he got off like we were, I was outside smoking or something and he was like hey man sorry about before I was just nervous like, I shouldn't have said that. Which she wasn't even that harsh, but I was like, you totally had a right to say whatever. But he was still like, do whatever you want. I shouldn't have said that. Which I was like, that's really cool of you. Things, you know, things are sometimes, things that are in the moment. Yeah, he was just, nervous too. Yeah, he's just like thinking like, I guess. Well, it's hard enough. I gotta, now I gotta follow your cock? Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. It was such a nice cock. Norton said, the best thing Norton said was afterwards, he goes, if I had an ounce of courage when you went to shake my hand, I would have just shaken one of your balls. <laughs> <laughs> I should have because I, I had the thought. Rouse used to get naked. I had the thought, and then I changed it. What? Rouse would talk and talk get on stage, talk, right? Yeah. So uh, one time I was emceeing, emceeing a show at Misaga Yucks, and he was uh, like, he would come back up naked. Had he had his tuck, so his ball. And he to do this. He'd turn around so you could see his balls <laughs> out behind his or by his ass hole. So and I'm sitting on on the stool, and he's doing his thing. So he didn't know notice. This. I was like, I, he's done it so many times in front of me. So I just touched his balls. <laughs> Oh <laughs> yeah, on stage <laughs> he did not. He did not see that coming because <laughs> he's like oh, like this. He looked at me like because he's like he just he doesn't. And it was awesome just to watch him fucking freak out. That's funny. That's funny. So let's get back to your house. So yeah, man, I want to. I want to fucking get out, but I mean, but not that badly. No, I do, but I mean, this is my situation. Is like okay, I live in Canada. It's like okay, it's like if I had a, do I have a car? Or do I have, or do I have a place? Yeah, you need a car, and I need a car. I mean, like at the end of the day, I mean, I just want to fucking tell jokes, and I want to get around. I need a car to get around. So it's like, I'm literally, I, I have all my friends. None of them have cars. I'm the only guy that has a fucking car. Oh, you really? Know? Yeah. So I mean, I, it's not. I need it for them, but I just, I don't have anybody to depend on. I need a fucking car, so I got to get to these gigs. The only thing I'm, ma- the only thing that matters to me still. That I still like Skids, doing, yeah. The well, just I still like telling jokes. That's pretty well it. I mean, like I, the only reason to get in my own place really is to fucking what? Because I want to fucking fall in love. And, it really is just to fuck. No, yeah. but it's also to be alone, right? There's something you get by living alone. It's just like you come, like, on, I, you dude. Your own place. I fucking it I, costs too much. What's that? I, I, I pay eleven hundred bucks a month. Right. So whatever your rent is, but that's over a thousand dollars. Right. Every single month, which is a lot of money. If you had to right. spend a thousand bucks on something, you're like, right. I better be. And all you're really getting out of it is. A sense of belonging, really, maybe, or just like mm. the ability to shut the door once you're inside, right? Keep everyone else out. I mean, I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, like, I, I'm, like, I'm, uh, like, I'm going, I'm crazy. I'm yeah. a little but crazy. Like when you're asleep, the eight hours or so, or ten, I guess, whatever you sleep, that you're asleep, <laughs> it doesn't matter that you're in your parents' house or you're in your own place. You're asleep. Like the dreams are coming. 
Yeah, like, it doesn't I, matter. When you're gone, pretty... it doesn't matter where you live. So it's only like a few hours a day. Right. Right? It, that it I, matters. You said you wake up to them fighting all the time, right? I, no, I still do. Oh, <laughs> what do you mean? Like, really? they, they fight every... Well, they're gold and Greek, and that's what they do, right? Yeah. And they just... I wake up to them fighting every day, and it's okay. Like, I'm... It's, like, I don't... I don't know. I don't... I just... I'm just trying to get through day by day at this point. Like, I, I'm at a point in my life where I feel like when I wake up that I'm coming out of the Matrix. <laughs> you know, all every... Because right. every day I wake up, like, kind of like of uh, days of what happened the last day before, and I'm like... <gasps> Like this, I wake up, I'm like, what the fuck? What day is it? What do I got to do? And like, I just try to get through the day by day and not try to fucking just kill anybody. You know what I mean? I just try to keep myself sane and just try to... How long do you see yourself being there? Over, mm. over under it for me, if you had to guess. What, okay, when you're 70, you don't see yourself being there, right? Obviously not, no. Okay. But when you're 41 and three quarters... I see being there till about 42. Next year? Yeah. What's the plan? I'm going to save my money and try and get out. And you really see that happening? Yeah, I'm like, okay. uh, yeah, I was, uh, I was, I was thirty thousand dollars in debt. Now I, I'm not, I'm out of debt completely. Oh, wow, that's a lot. And uh, that's the reason to stay at home, right? When people are like, I'm going to move home for a couple of years is to save some cash. Usually, they do it at twenty three, twenty four. I like- mean, like I, I mean, I was, I, I, when I sold that house and I had, I had some money saved at that point. It's like, uh, what? Just oh, you didn't lose the house? No, I sold it. Oh, yeah, I sold the house, got my money. You some- lost the drugs. I lost the second, the the third income. Like, oh, I got. I was doing. I was lifeguarding. Oh wait, what happened when the co- the cops raided your that house? That was, was the, the fallout. The, no, you'd already gotten rid of the. I weed. got rid of all the drugs. All of it. You didn't have any grows going. Nothing. They couldn't even go in, man, because they thought they sent a guy to do a B and E. They so thought it's his house and not your house. So like, we got nothing on him, on you. No, we owned the house together. The house was in my name, but me and this guy owned the house together. But it was in my name. Yeah. So when they sent the fake criminal to do the B and E, what happened was they that they realized the only way the cops can go in yeah. is if there's no people living in the house. So they thought they just at that point they, they thought, thought no they there. thought okay this is a grow up no one's there we'll send a fake B and E and we'll go in with them and then we'll just find the weed. So when they're like I'm gonna call the cops the guy was like oh uh, yeah I guess well this is what happened because anyway. the guy yeah because the guy goes the guy was like kicking the fucking front door of my house right. Yeah. Like four kicks, like like trying to kick it open, and then he goes. My buddy opens up. What the fuck are you doing? Looks at this guy, uh-huh. and the guy looks at him. And he goes, he goes. I live here. It's like you live here. I live here. He the guy says, call the cops. And he goes, I will. So this for this way. So my buddy calls the cops, and this guy that's breaking into a house that he doesn't live in yeah. waits for the cops. Uh-huh. I like that his go to move was when the guy confronted him was like, I live here. Well, why were you kicking in the door? Yeah, why yeah. Do you, why do you, you kick into the door here. of your own home? Do you know what I mean? Like, so if obviously this fucking dude was working for the fucking cops, right? Doing a fake B and E, so they didn't have to do uh, get a search warrant and go in the house. But they didn't realize the house was empty at that point. Yeah. So oh. I didn't lose the house. I did, I already stopped doing what I was doing. Oh, so and then you I, sold the house and didn't make enough money to get out of debt. No, I sold the house. No, at that point, I sold the house and had about ten thousand dollars to myself. Sure. Okay. extra and then like i and then i had to quit my job and then live uh, quit my job live at home yeah. work on uh, every second weekend and you spent 40 grand well yeah okay. but yeah like with everything else but i was like i was going to the at that point i was like six thousand on um black like uh like, <laughs> like this might be the problem <laughs> no, a lot of gambling uh my papers to go to the states i was oh, doing, i was right, i did right, seattle right. seattle comedy competition i did uh, uh, uh 
um, what's the other one? Seattle. Uh, no, um, San Francisco. Oh yeah, I did that that comedy competition. I went to uh, you know I went. I know I'll never do them again. But uh, and then I just on and on and on, just doing all these gigs, trying to fucking find a window to make that. Yeah. But yeah, so I don't know. It's uh, it's a t- it's a tough road, man. Because uh, I'm 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 happy on stage. That's pretty well the only time, for the most part. Part like I have more my. When you're on stage. Yeah, that's what we were talking about. You're happy when you're on stage. Mm-hmm. People, that's it. That's the only time you can just do what you're doing for fun. Yeah, yeah. Everything else is just dealing with sh- bullshit, you know. Yeah. Man. But I wish uh, you know. Well, hey, man. Yeah, I wish. Yeah, but it doesn't, I, it doesn't seem like you hate it that much. Well, I mean, I mean. What am I, I going to do? Become accustomed to it, where it's like, I do, no. I know I do hate it, but I mean, what do I do? Like, yeah. do I fucking? What do I do? Like, am I supposed to just like ah? You know, like yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I do it. Like, this is where this is the this is where the bigger problem is because like the, everything's a build up in my fucking head, right? And then yeah. all of a sudden something happens out in public, and I'm like, because I I just deal with bullshit all the time. One time, me and him were all like fucking uh, going to this event where we were going to get to meet big pussy from the Sopranos. Uh-huh. Right. So he's in the car and this guy started riding my ass for no reason. And the next thing you know, like really bad. So he ends up going around me. I get to the lights. I pull up and park my car in front of him, get out of my car, just go to pull him out of his car to decide to beat the shit out of him. He backs his car up and yeah. drives over sidewalk and runs for his life. Yeah. That's the problem. It was what's 11 what's in the, the problem? Too. The problem, you. the problem is, People get tailgated all the time. <laughs> I know, but the rest of it is. What do you mean? That's the problem. My problem is I was using that as an opportunity to take out all my frustrations. Oh, oh, I get a it. lot of road rage. I'm pretty bad. Like when people ride, ride my ass. Do you ever do this? Tap your brakes. Well, I tap my off. brakes. I take. Like, it doesn't matter where I am. I take my foot right off the gas. Just slow down. Completely though, like to, to show them you don't fuck with my. I go right to I go right to thirty. He starts videotaping them. Yeah, uh-huh. I, start, I just started doing that. Yeah, see them. if they're like yell and stuff. No, well, it's against a lot of tailgate, so I just turn my iPhone, turn around, and point it at them. It's against a lot of what tailgate? Well, it's against a lot of put your. You can't. You, it's not if it's cops. It's against a lot of a quarter. What are you saying? It's against a lot to have your car one foot away from some guy's bumper. Oh yeah, yeah. So I got to take it when I was doing that. I was riding somebody. And they would just knock it out of that fucking left-hand lane. And I'm just riding him and riding him. He just won't fucking leave. It's a passing lane. They won't fucking move. And then I flash him a couple of times. And there was a cop on my right that I wasn't looking at. Right, <laughs> he just right. turns on his loud. He's like, that's it. Get off the side of the road. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> he was like, you're speeding, driving an inch away from somebody and flashing them. And I was like, <sighs> Well, that rush. guy, but you know what? That guy shouldn't be in the fast lane, though. Yeah. But I, I'm talking about uh, this is just me. That was that, the situation I told you. I was in a, I was in a 50 zone. Yeah. Just driving in a 50 kmh. Uh, 50 kilometers. Cl- kilometers. What was that like 30, 40? I don't know. What is that? Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I think it's like twenty, it's something like 0. 0.6, like the okay. the conversion rate. Well, that'd be 30. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Right. Yeah, I mean, like I'm. I'm I'm I am miserable, but what else am I going to do? The only thing is to keep going. I mean, have you thought of like getting jobs so you could like freelance, do stuff daytimes? Why? I mean, I do background work. I do oh, I yeah, do yeah, tiling. Yeah, I do stuff. do I I, I I I I I yeah. I do tiling. I do carpeting. I do do anything. Anybody that's got? I was washing dishes with this fucking asshole. Really? Yeah. 
I was washing dishes. He had a job at a diner. Yeah, and he's oh, like, yeah, that one. He's yeah. like, oh, they need a dishwasher. And I'm like doing it. And I literally remember like I was washing dishes one day and I got a text on my fucking phone. And some dude goes, hey, man, your fucking comedy now is on TV right now as I'm washing dishes. <laughs> as I'm washing fucking dishes Uh-oh. at a diner. Yeah. Like and I'm like and literally I was doing the, I was going I was trying to get enough money to for the rest of my ticket because I was going to Sweden to do gigs out there. I mean I get to do the gigs and I'm I mean what am I like, like I didn't do that like like I would love not to live at home but I didn't get into this I didn't actually do this for the sole purpose of being famous. Right. I just I am, like doing it. That's what I like doing most it. Most people do it. Right. So yeah. why what else am I supposed to do at this point? Right. The income's not coming, so you're like. Does that mean I got I give yeah, up? Yeah, because like if like, I do a gig and they pay me, let's say they pay me a, a like low level like headliners in America, it's like a grand for the for the week for three days. Oof. Yeah, it's pretty low, right? Uh, but some people in that same like later will do that same gig, you know, um, and be a little more famous and they'll get six grand, let's just say, right. for the week. They're both doing the same work, right? Just one has a bigger name. They happen to be on Parks and Rec or something or whatever right. it is, and they're getting paid more. But they're both doing the same work, and one of them can afford a nice apartment, and one of them can't. Right. And so it's like, I don't know, it's like no fault of anyone's. It's just like, I don't know, as the chips fell, you have more money than I do. Or right. vice versa. So am I supposed to, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I guess so not. You're supposed to just keep doing comedy. Just to, yeah. I don't, like. I mean, it's like... Uh, but it's weird. You know what's weird, though, right? What is that you live alone? They live at your home at forty-one years old. It is no, it's 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 shitty. You know yeah. what I mean? Like <laughs> it's I don't like I at no point do I enjoy it. You know what right. I mean? At no point do I, like I'm. I'm that's you eat what meals I mean. with your parents? No, no, no. But like I mean I, I don't know. Do we downstairs usually or in the kitchen? Downstairs. You take your food down there with you. Yeah. And then you take your plates back up. Or your mom does that. <laughs> No, she can't walk. She can't walk really that well anymore. Oh, cool! That and the lupus. Yeah, yeah. yes. Or whatever she's got. <laughs> Lift note. Lift note. Um, sounds like she's really doing great. Um. It's it's funny, not in like an embarrassing, funny way, but it's funny more so in the sense like he's like a kid. Yeah. Like he's twice our age, but I, sometimes it's like he's younger than we are yeah. when yeah. it comes to a living situation. And you like, have your own apartment. Yeah. And you're 21. Mm-hmm. 22. 22 now. But remember, uh, like, with And Gavin. no car. And no yeah. car, though, right, right, yeah. right. But a baby. <laughs> so. Balcony. No, but remember, uh, like, we went out drinking with our buddy uh, Gavin and... Uh, Rossdale from Bush? No. In his prime? 14 <laughs> years ago? Gavin Stevens is a really funny comic. And oh, uh, we were out drinking, and Manolis never really gets to drink because he is the only one with the car, so he's always the one driving. So yeah. And we were like, oh, like... Why don't you drink and we'll figure something out for his car? He was trying to sleep at Gavin's, but Gavin's married and stuff. So he was like, I don't know how I'm going to convince my wife to let you stay there. <laughs> and he's kind of whipped, so it's funny. It's but, amazing. Uh, I don't know so, how to yeah. convince my wife to let me do what I want with my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So right away, because, yeah, yeah, get drunk. You never get drunk. Because I drive, I'm always driving these yeah. guys. And so I never, like, I just drink two beers and stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, oh, you know what? So I'm like, went back to not, I instantly, like, I had a beer. I'm like, I just gave it to Patrick. Yeah. Him like here. But oh. Then I was like, why doesn't Gavin just take your car? Like if he was going to stop drinking, why doesn't he just take your car, drive you home, and then take your car back to his place and just pick you up tomorrow? Yeah, that's way and too he's much. Like, he's like, I can't. 
Because oh, uh, yeah. you, like my dad will lose it. He'll be like, "Where's your car?" <laughs> I don't know. But it's not like I'm like, like it's not. Yeah, but it's not like I'm in trouble. Like oh, I'm grounded because my it dad. Like. Yeah, d- yeah. But it's like it's like I don't. T- t- it's not worth the fucking aggravation of trying to explain to my dad that can barely. You heard the message that can barely speak English, yeah. and I'm I was stupid enough to not learn Greek properly. So my Greek's horrible. So we have to speak broken English to each other. And it's like, what do you mean you are your car no home? What do you mean your friend? What do you mean your friend have the car i'm like dad it's just i was drunk. Like, what do you mean what do you mean yeah it's like, it's, like it's not worth just to get that, fucked up for I one night that's why it's funny though like, yeah why he cares so much He's yeah dad, of my friend has my car it's cool and then yeah it should like, be the end of it you could be like dad i'm 41 is your dad disappointed in you yeah okay yeah yeah <laughs> well he's got a brother yeah. who has like his own my brother he's got two nephews two he's got two nephews two I, he's got two kids i got two nephews and they're little dudes but my brother like he, my brother, I think talks uh, talks about me. Shit about you. Shit about me. Not shit, shit. But he just says like, oh, Manolis is like, like he's never. He lives at home. He's younger brother, older brother. He's older. Okay. But he works at Ford, and he's he's married. He's got two. They're great kids, right? I yeah. love them to death. But like, I'll be hanging out with them all the time, and they're like, uh, and like my nephew will go, Manol, Uncle Manoli. I'm like, yeah. It's like, why do you, why do you live at home still? <laughs> but this is like coming like they're at, they're they don't care yeah. they're only like they're it's only like, aware of it because of what they're saying oh yeah because there's no way they're like oh manolis lives there i don't know i live yeah. here with my dad you live there with yeah, yeah. they just think that's life yeah. <laughs> yeah until somebody told them that's wrong yeah, yeah yeah exactly so they are like my brother doesn't realize that he my nephews are overhearing his conversations oh yeah so because he's like why did you still live at home yeah yeah, yeah exact stuff like that and i'm like they, they ask you why you don't have a a wife yet and stuff like that yeah like yeah. why don't you why aren't you married why don't why don't you live at home with, um, like with- basically this podcast is what they're doing to me like, <laughs> and, uh, and then they'll go uh, and I so one time right in front of my brother's like why do you, why do you still live at home I go to my nephew because I'm a loser <laughs> tell your daddy that no I said it in front of his dad oh nice just to they have to talk with my nieces and nephews whenever one of us is not religious not orthodox Jewish and they'll drive in for like a Saturday lunch or a Friday night dinner they'll be like why is that person driving on the Sabbath <laughs> kids don't understand. All they know is that's not allowed. Yeah. So like, I don't get it. And they're like, "Well, they don't do the things that we do." <laughs> and they have to explain it to them. <laughs> but all they know is what their life is. That's all kids know. Right. Their life. Exactly. Everyone should have. I mean, and uh, that probably. You know what? I'll tell you honestly. That probably bugs me then more than anything. Do you play video games down there? No, I don't play video games. I don't watch, watch sports. Too much to be cliche. Do you get high there? I don't smoke weed at all. No, I'll get. Okay. I'll, that would become a cliche. I would have pro- if I lived at home, you know, after thirty, uh, I would have problems smoking weed and playing video games because I'm like, this looks bad. <laughs> you know? it's literally a walking cliche. Yeah, it just looks. I like don't smoke fuck. weed. I like to get drunk. But, yeah, but I don't. I don't really get the drunk. Get drunk that often. Drunk I'm isn't like, as bad when you live at. That's not a thing. Like he's drunk living in his parents' basement. That's not a thing. But he gets high living in his parents' basement. Right. That's right, a right. thing. That's. But uh, yeah. So I don't smoke weed. I don't watch sports. I don't play video games. Okay. And I don't know why I I I I like when when I grew all that weed I told you about is like I was also a pot smoker back then yeah. too oh, yeah, and I, sure. I I was a probably like I'm 41 so I I literally smoked weed for a fucking literally a decade like pretty hardcore straight straight and I at the end of it I was just burnt out and I got I just got burnt out you never smoke pot anymore no I, the only pot I'll smoke is like secondhand when I'm in a room. 
Doesn't count. Yeah. No. If I do a room, like a pot room and I get high from the secondhand smoke, that's about yeah. it. Even alcohol anonymous, they're people they're allowed to get second high secondhand high. <laughs> like they're allowed or something. It's like not a violation. So just, these people are just hanging out with the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some of them come back to the back of the comedy store. We have a room in the back of the comedy store where we all smoke and it becomes a hot box usually. Yeah. So like that. I and like get they're like, from Man, that. I don't mind, I can be here, I'll get a little secondhand. Right. But yeah, I just uh no, I'm pretty, I don't know, just chill. Do you ever want to smoke weed anymore? I just, I, I, at the end of it, it was like, the beginning, it was like all, like, my mind would always just be, like, free and just loose. And then at the end of it, I was like, with just, I'd smoke a joint and then think about anything, but mostly it turned into maybe something negative or something I didn't like. And I was like, maybe, like, living oh. in my parents' basement. And I would just think about that. Your mind wandered to that, and you're like, ugh, these are bad thoughts. Well, just I just think I just think too much. I didn't uh, where I used to smoke it to not think in a sense. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. And I so I can I was like I had this moment where I was like fuck it's not this is not fun. I'm not having fun anymore. So I just stopped smoking weed. You know that makes sense. Well, good luck to you getting out of your apartment. I mean your uh, parents' house. Yes. Um, it seems like that's what you want, right? To get out. Yeah, I want to get. I, I literally would rather. Like, I would like to get out of Canada more oh. than get out of my parents' basement. I've done that too, where you do a two at one thing, where I'm like, well, like my car doesn't have a an input for my on my iPod, and I'm like, oh, I'll get that. But I'm like, I'll just wait till the next time I get a car. <laughs> my next car, because I'm like, I don't want to get this and then have to you know sell it and then waste all this money. But then I'm like, I had that thought f- like four years ago. <laughs> And I'm like, I could have spent $150 just to get a new stereo in there and have like the like wireless or whatever, Bluetooth. Right. But I'm just like, no, I'll do it all at once. It's an all at once thing. So you'll go to Canada and then, I mean, go to America and then get your own place. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, I just got to get my parents to move to America first. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, I think that's it. <laughs> that's good. Manolo's Zantanos, the, the man, the oldest man in the world that lives alone, lives with his parents. <laughs> I mean, um, I should say something about my sponsor before I, I leave. What should we talk about? Amazon.com um, or Gamefly.com? Um, you guys don't have .com here, do you, at all? No, we have no, .com. We have, yeah, we use .com. What's the .ca? What is that? It's, Can I, it's like only Canadian really websites. We can to Canadian websites. But yeah. Amazon.ca, they have a separate Canadian Amazon. Yeah, but we can, but we, like, we can still go on like ESPN.com. Because they don't have a CA. No, they don't have but a CA. But can you go on Amazon.com? We can, yeah. You can order stuff off it, but I think it gets shipped from the states, whereas the Amazon.ca is all stuff that's shipped from within Canada. So oh, and so you pay more to ship it from the states? Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Can I? Can but I it's promote shittier? My YouTube and shit like that. Yeah, sure. Right. Go for it. Just yeah. Manolo Santanos on YouTube. How do you spell that? M A N O L I S Santanos Z O N T A N O S Z O N Z O N Z O N T A N O S and it's the same for Twitter. Zon Z O N Z O N Z. Okay. Z O N Z and Z is the same word letter, right? Yeah. Z O N and then Twitter's the same. This is the problem. What's Twitter? Same thing. This is my whole life, though. Everybody always thinks I'm high when I'm not. That's. I got pulled out of class one time just because the teacher thought I was stoned in high school. Oh really? Yeah, I didn't even smoke a joint. Try weed then. Nice. Anyways, thanks. Uh, you're welcome, Patrick. What's your? Oh no, wait! I forgot the Amazon.com. Yeah. That's sorry. Right. If you go to my website, ariashafir.com, there's a link for um, Amazon.ca and Amazon.com. And if you click on that before you make your Amazon purchases, then I get a cutback. Nice. They just nice. give me some ca- some cash back, but it doesn't cost you anything extra. So Canadians, go through my website. Go to the second link, Amazon.ca. 
<laughs> and buy all your fucking back bacon <laughs> or whatever you guys buy on Amazon. Maple syrup. That's it. Yeah, buy your uh, your long supply of maple syrup and then give me give me like three bucks on Amazon. Um. All right. Cool. Thanks. All right. Thanks, dude. You live at home in a trailer. What the hell you gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> Cause I live at home in a trailer. Mom, I'm coming home to you. Uh, break it down. Uh. Well, my name is Jimmy. His name's Greg Buell. Me, him, and you, we went to the same school. Boom. That's it, everyone. That's the episode. Um, that was cool. Uh, I, I sort of get it, right? You can sort of get a little bit. Well, I could say it's like, eh, fuck it. It's not that bad. It's like it's not like you're in Ethiopia or anything. You just you live with your parents. <laughs> it's not. I mean, it sounds it sounds so sucky though. Fuck. Now as I'm as I'm trying to say, it's not that bad. It sounds so sucky. <sighs> I guess though, at some point, you would just get used to that. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I guess you would. <sighs> anyway, uh, so that was cool. Manola Santanos, my uh, one of my two Greek friends. Um. Follow him on Twitter and stuff. I am in Kansas City right now in a hotel room, and I am super baked. I got high after the shows, after the last shows. I do my Holocaust survivor sun mode method of uh, just trying to smoke all the pot that I have accumulated over the week. What I've purchased or what I, whatever, other stuff. I don't want to get into but um. Yeah, and I just got so goddamn blazed. So uh, thank you very much for tuning in. I appreciate it. Um, let's uh, go out with, I'm going to say, Daniel Johnston. Because he's a guy who lived, uh, who still lived with his parents at like 50 years old. So um, is he still alive, Daniel Johnston? He is, right? I think he is. Hmm. Anyway, uh, it was a fun week in Kansas City. Thank you to everyone who came out. And, uh, and thank you to uh, Johnny, the guy who helped me. Uh, just a cool guy who helped me. Um, sell my merchandise uh that was cool of you um and thank you to everybody who came out all the cool people and then it's sort of like it helps me forget that i'm amongst rednecks when uh when you're there so i appreciate it god damn i went to a barbecue with robert kelly on uh, uh did i mention this in the beginning i don't know all right this podcast is over all right uh thank you guys very much for tuning in please check out my website for all the stuff with music and uh and come to my come to my uh san francisco show if you have friends in san francisco tell them to come june 13th uh, okay, right. Thank you. Bye. Apart. Then everything came together. And there were shoelaces there a million miles long. And I was gone. What did Mother Mom say? What did Mother Mom say? What did Mother Mom say? Well, what did Mother Mom say? Mother mom said, mother mom said, mother mom said, mother mom said, don't go, please don't go. My bank account just fell through. Alma says it happened to her son. And now I'm hitting the road. Alma says it happened to her son. Elma says, Elma says, Elma says, 
Elma told my mom. Elma told my mom. Elma told my mom. Elma told my mom. 